Tonight at 8 o'clock, I'm going to teach you the difference between conspiracy theories and conspiracy fact. Uh, You know, you go to jail for the conspiracy to uh, commit murder. Well, that's not a conspiracy theory. That means you were a part of a conspiracy to commit murder, and here are the facts that show you knew exactly what you were doing, and you colluded with others. That's conspiracy fact. That sends you to jail. Conspiracy theories are something that somebody else can do. Tonight, the conspiracy we call the Democratic Hydra. Tonight at 8 o'clock. Um, yesterday, we were, we were on the News and Why It Matters with Sarah Gonzalez. And uh, I asked her if she wanted to read uh, part of the script uh, for, uh, for tonight's program to get a handle on it. And she said, uh, yes, please. And she's here now. We haven't spoken since you you read the script. What'd you think? Uh, it was unbelievable, Glenn. I I sat at my house last night going through all of it, and I, you know, my husband is the director here, mm-hmm. and so he's been working with you on getting this all together. And I just kept turning to him and asking him, "We really have this? <laughs> Do we really? Are we really really have this? Are you kidding?" Are you sure? Because what you have is just where we show the evidence, but you don't have the actual right, evidence. Right, right. I didn't see it on the page. I just have the words. I don't have the actual evidence here. So I, it was just truly shocking to know that all of this information is available if you just look. Yeah, it's some of it is kind of hard. Some of it had to come from Freedom of Information Acts, but a lot of it is out there. Mm-hmm. The, we have video that they made of it. Um, uh, we have, we have letters from the principals written by them that admit to all of it. Mm-hmm. And you're, I'm, I'm, I was shocked. I was shocked. And that's not all we have. Yeah. That's not all we have. I mean, e- even with the Freedom of Information Act, you would think if the media and Democratic lawmakers care so much about influence and interference in the United States elections, that they would be wanting to go to those links to find out things that happened in Ukraine, things, you know, because, I mean, we we know already that people were arrested in Ukraine mm-hmm. for interfering. Mm-hmm. You would think that the media might want to go to those links to find out more information about it. So um, I keep coming back to not in my name, um, that that our money is being used the way it is. And the State Department is is doing what they're doing in our name i am disgusted by it well you know the, the interesting thing to me is there's a whistleblower for donald trump donald trump's phone call right, right? um but there was not a whistleblower on any of the things that you've uncovered that have been happening in the state department for so long how is it that we have so many people involved in all of these corrupt dealings that are going on and we don't have a whistleblower on any of it? So, you know, what's crazy is listening to the impeachment. And this is why it was driving me crazy. I, could, I just couldn't listen to it because they are framing this as Donald Trump, who gave them the javelin, gave Ukraine the javelin. That's what they have been begging for for, you know, about a decade Help us. We need tank killers because of Russia. Obama wouldn't do it. Obama wouldn't do it. He was giving him blankets and Band-Aids and, you know, all kinds of that, you know, that stuff. Uh, But what they really needed was a strong military. 
So Donald Trump comes in and he gives that. They all say that was good. This is much better than the last administration. He was really helping them. But as soon as he starts to get into, yeah, now, but wait a minute. Um, I thought we weren't nation building. I I thought we weren't uh, doing all the things that always get us into trouble. Then they all circle the wagons and they all start to come after him because they've got a good thing going on. Yeah. And it's not just in Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why, you know, it's it's mind boggling to think you have this entire group of people working, you know, in government, in the State Department who it makes you wonder, do they go into it because they're already corrupt? Do they get corrupted when they get there? Are they all kind of brainwashed? You know, it, it makes I you wonder how are them, they all in on it? I think some of them are brainwashed. Yeah. I mean, it's just the progressive thing. Mm-hmm. Some of them really, truly believe that this is the right thing because they believe in that one world government. And uh, and but but to 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 really look at it, you know, if they if they weren't involved in it. They would watch tonight's show and they would look at it and they go, good God, that's not good. You know what I mean? But it's just normal for them now. What happened with Clinton and uh, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, what they set up is, 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 is insanity. It really, truly is insanity. If you think America is the place uh, that is just, you know, look, we want to be there to help people. We want to be there to support people, um, you know, but we don't want to get involved in your politics. We don't want to start revolutions. We don't want to do that because that has always that that's Bay of Pigs. Uh, that is the Shah of Iran. Uh, that is Benghazi. That's Libya. Yeah. That's the all of the Middle East. That's Iraq, Afghanistan. Tell me where one of these has worked out well. Right. And we're doing it even it's not it doesn't stop in in Ukraine. Yeah. It, it's going on not only um, in Eastern Europe and the Middle East. It's going on now in South America. There were two revolutions going on right now. What a surprise. They were governments that were very pro-America, um, uh, very, very uh pro-free market, you know, conservative, really, nations. And one of them, one of the leaders just had to leave to Mexico and and be granted asylum. Guess who was there stirring it up? Our State Department. And it's happening here. It, well, you know, the, the interesting thing to me, too, reading this was they come off like they truly are passionate about these causes that they promote, right? Climate change, you know, um, the the border crisis, all of these, all of these issues that they want you to believe they're so passionate about because they care. They're the ones who care. And you look at all of these things that you're going to lay out tonight and you're like, they don't care about any of it. They are using all of these people. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about useful idiots. They are building an army of useful idiots. All around the world all around the world and you know that i'm convinced that that's why the whistleblower is not coming i mean did you see all the stuff of the whistleblower i mean the whistleblowers his fingerprints are all over everything he's like he's not a he's not a kingpin he's just he's like um he's al capone's uh accountant 
He just knows where everything is. He's involved in everything at a lower level. He's not the idea guy. Um, but that's why you can't have him testify at all. You, you, you'll understand why this thing is so scripted and so tight and no one is allowed on the Republican side to ask certain questions. Mm-hmm. And it's because it all leads to this. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's interesting. We are now in a world where you're not supposed to believe your eyes or your ears. You're just so Adam Schiff is going to be there and tell us the truth. Right. But we've got all of this evidence. No, no, no. Adam Schiff will tell you what to believe and what not to believe. They are, um, you know, I don't think it's a coincidence that you had um, the whistleblower. It had to be heard. And then five days after our first special, uh, all of a sudden, no, the whistleblower can't be heard. No, we got to protect the whistleblower. I don't even know who the whistleblower is, said Adam Schiff just a little while ago. Really? I thought he met with you. Yeah, that's (laughs) insanity. It's insanity. Um, And so they all of a sudden spun on a dime. And I've been watching because I haven't said certain titles and names and things like that because I know what's going to be said. And I am watching what the New York Times, what Adam Schiff and everybody else has put out in the last week. They know exactly what we're on to, and they are laying this groundwork down for the counterattack. And I'm telling you, don't buy into it. And and the only way you will buy into it is if you don't watch the special, if you don't see the actual documents. Everybody who I have told, you're the second person that's been allowed to see the script. Everyone that I have told... And I, I mean, people in Washington, D.C., yeah. they've all said the same thing. You, you can prove that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can. It's a conspiracy theory unless you have the documents that prove it. And we do. It, and it really it, it puts into perspective how untouchable these people think that they are, that they would have right. this sort of a paper trail and not think that they will ever, you know, pay, pay for it. Yeah, that is that that was we looked at documents where and I said, OK, I know this is marked, you know, marked secret or marked, uh, you know, from this person or it's marked from a FOIA release. Are we sure that that's this? This is the actual document because it's it's so crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy that they would write this stuff down. But they think they're right, mm-hmm. and they think they can get away with it, and who's going to stop them? And that's what, they're pro- that's what they're showing right now. This is why I say, and I mean this sincerely, you have to watch tonight's special because we must insist that this goes to a full open hearing in the Senate, and the Senate calls to, uh, uh, to, to witness Chalupa. Uh, the ambassadors, uh, uh, the whistleblower, and a few others that you will understand tonight. And they must be called because, I swear to you, not in my name. This changes my relation. If this is what America is going to be, then I don't want to be a part of it. I'll, I'll go back to the Constitution and I'll live my life, but I'm not answering to a government that is doing this. Because it's everything that the Democrats say we are. Mm -hmm. 
Well, yeah. Now we are that. Now we are that. And it's not just our country that's in trouble. It's the entire world. Oh, it's the entire world. this is allowed to stand. It's the entire world. Okay, so Sarah, we'll be on your show, and I think you're going to help me on my show today at uh, 5 o'clock, and we'll go over some more of this. And then uh, if you haven't seen uh, the news and why it matters, you should. It's available at uh, blazetv.com. Right now, if you use blazetv.com slash Glenn, use the promo code GB20OFF. You'll save uh, 20% off your membership right now. Democrats Hydra free tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, Facebook and uh, YouTube free for everyone. Tell everyone, you know, the Democrats Hydra tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern live. All right. So we have now Ambassador Taylor, who is in the impeachment hearings on Capitol Hill. And uh, go ahead and play a little bit of this audio, and Stu, bring us up to speed Ambassador on Sondland what's responded, happening. Asking yeah, me basically, to call the main thing I think Taylor's trying to do is expand this from a conversation about one phone call into a pattern of months of behavior that led everyone in the department to understand this was a quid pro quo, that this is what they were doing, and it was a, a, um, a vast uh, departure from established U.S. policy. Now, of course, the president gets to set U.S. policy, so the departure might offend Taylor, but that doesn't mean it's illegal. Um, and it certainly doesn't it doesn't even mean it's unethical if, if Trump has a different idea of that right. policy. And if it was done in secret, too. I mean, you don't commit crimes and announce what you're doing on television. Typically. You just don't. Yeah. I mean, their problem is Rudy Giuliani, and I can understand that. Um, you know, that he came in and did stuff, but he was very open about it. He's, he said on television over and over and over again, hey, this is going on and nobody seems to be looking into it. So I'm going over and I'm going to meet them. Hey, I went over and I met with them and I've got some information and I just gave it to the State Department and they're not doing anything. They're not even looking at it. One of the big things Republicans are talking about is that, yes, you know, you hear Taylor, you, you're going to hear a lot of these witnesses say basically, yes, this happened. The issue is none of these people actually talk to Donald Trump. So without any witness that actually directly spoke to Donald Trump about these things and only got impressions down the great sort of down the the line, it's going to leave a nice gap there. Will they come up with a witness that has actually spoken to the president about these things? That's one of the reasons they're focusing so much on John Bolton, because they think that he might be that guy. Uh, but that is not confirmed yet, and Bolton is not saying he will not testify unless courts tell him he has to. I have to tell you, I think that uh, John Bolton is on the other side of this. I think he's on Ambassador Taylor's side because he is a big state, big war kind of guy. Uh, and when you see the special tonight, you'll understand why that's kind of important. Um, you know, it's the State Department doing all kinds of spook stuff, doing all kinds of black ops. Uh, in in your name with your money that you would never approve. That's why they can't let this out. You find out what they're really doing, you're going to be horrified, just horrified. Bipartisan support for Ukraine in Washington was Ukraine's most important strategic asset, and that President Zelensky should not jeopardize that bipartisan support by getting drawn in to U.S. domestic politics. Oh my gosh. I had been making and continue to make this point to all of my official Ukrainian contacts. But the odd push to make President Zelensky publicly commit to investigations of Burisma 
and alleged interference in the 2016 election showed how the official foreign policy of the United States was undercut by the irregular efforts led by Mr. Giuliani. <laughs> this is being led by later, President 7, Trump, Mr. Morrison. and he sets the policies. So if he says, I want you to look into these things, he has the right to do that, and the State Department is supposed to back him up, not fight openly against the president. He was not asking for a quid pro quo. But President Trump did insist that President Zelensky go to a microphone and say he is opening investigations of Biden and 2016 election interference, and that President Zelensky should want to do this himself. Mr. Morrison said that he told Ambassador Bolton and the NSC lawyers of this phone call between President Trump and Ambassador Sondland. The following day on September 8th, Ambassador Sondland and I spoke on the phone. He confirmed that he had talked to President Trump as I had suggested a week earlier, but that President Trump was adamant that President Zelensky himself had to clear things up and do it in public. President Trump said it was not a quid pro quo. I believe this was the same conversation between Ambassador Sondland and President Trump that Mr. Morrison had described to me on September 7th. Ambassador Sondland also said that he had talked to President Zelensky and Mr. Yermak and had told them that although this was not a quid pro quo, if President Zelensky did not clear things up in public, we would be at a stalemate. Uh, and is this a problem for anyone? You've, you've lost $7 billion of our money. You interfered in our campaign. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So uh, there's such a thing um, in stage uh, stagecraft. It's called a mic hog, and uh, that mic hog happens to be uh, Schiff. We just heard from Taylor. The media is promoting this as uh, devastating, devastating testimony. There is something new in it, but I don't think it's devastating. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're talking about a call that they for this has been disclosed for the first time between Trump and Sondland. Uh, Sondland was the donor European. to yep. the Trump uh, administration and then also turned into the uh, ambassador to the e, 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 EU. Mm-hmm. And he is saying uh, that call, basically, Trump was asking about these investigations the day after Zelensky um, and, and Trump spoke to see kind of what, what the details were. Uh, and he believed that, you know, that... Sondland said that Trump um, was very focused on hearing about Biden and um, and uh, the Ukraine investigations uh, in general. Not a huge shocker, but it's something that's mildly new. Uh, we didn't know about that call. Sondland will cl- clearly be asked if the call actually occurred. Um, this is the first we're kind of hearing about it. Um, now, if you happen to be one of these people who's listening to this coverage and you uh, have your hand tightly gripped around a shot glass of poison... Um, like the guy, the Russian in the courtroom a couple of years ago, and are waiting for the right moment to take it, this might be the time, as Schiff has now recognized himself for 45 minutes of questioning. Here he is with Ambassador Taylor. President and the Bidens in 2016. And Ambassador Sondland told President Trump that the Ukrainians were ready to move forward? He did. And I think you said that after the call, when your staff asked Ambassador Sondland what President Trump thought of Ukraine, 
His response was that President Trump cares more about the investigations of Biden. Is that right? And Burisma, yes, sir. Um, and I, I take it the import of that is he cares more about that than he does about Ukraine. Yes, sir. Hmm. So he cares more about the missing seven billion dollars corruption with the guy who's During your vice about president. Taylor, uh, than he does Ukraine. Well, that doesn't sound like an American president. <laughs> Sounds like America first. Yeah. Would be a, with his stated policy. Chairman, the security assistance that we provide uh, it takes many forms. Mm-hmm. One of the components of that assistance is counter-battery radar. Another component are sniper weapons. These weapons um, and this assistance... Um, it allows the Ukrainian military to deter further incursions by the Russians right. uh, against their own against Ukrainian territory. And did the Obama administration provide those that further incursion, further aggression uh, were to take place? More Ukrainians would die. Huh. So it is a, a deterrent. But Obama didn't these send any of those. Provide. He was against sending those. It's also the ability. It gives the Ukrainians the ability to negotiate from a position of a little more strength ah. when they negotiate an end. You would think that's the what the State Department wants. With negotiating with the Russians. Is a strong, independent Ukraine. That would reduce the number of Ukrainians who would die. Until you see the facts Take tonight it at 8. The provision of U.S. military assistance would save Ukrainian lives, lives, that any delay in that assistance may also cost Ukrainian lives. This is, is that, unbelievable. Is that true? Yes, the eight years of the Obama administration. To to draw any direct lines between any particular element of security assistance and any particular death on the battlefield. But it is certainly true that that assistance had enabled Ukrainian armed forces to be effective and deter um, and to be able to take countermeasures to the to the attacks that the Russians had. And I think you said that uh, a Ukrainian soldier lost their life while you were visiting Donbass. We mm. keep very careful track of the casualties. And I noticed on the next day uh, the, the information that we got that one was killed, four, people, four soldiers were wounded on that day. And indeed, Ukrainians lose their lives every week. Every week. Oh, my gosh. I can't take this. This is... I expect I Dudley Do-Right to come out. Nell, I'll untie you from the tracks. Um, why is that significant? This is significant, Mr. Chairman, because the Ukrainians, in particular under this new administration, are... What they're doing. Please don't miss this special. I have all the documentation. We have, we have them on videotape. We have the documentation. We, we, that, that testimony there is such doublespeak that you wouldn't even recognize unless you watch the special tonight. When you know what these people are actually doing. I don't know how to present this to you because I know the game that the media is going to play. And I know the game that Congress, the State Department, the intelligence community. I, I know the players and we announce the players tonight. We show you the players tonight and I know how they play. They play for keeps. 
And uh, they are just going to, they will spend a lot of time and a lot of money discrediting. But you have to know what is true. And uh, you have to rely on your own eyes and ears and common sense and look for documents. Look for documents. If I can't prove this tonight with documents, you should dismiss it. But they are telling a story here that is is I can't even I don't even know if I can say half true. They're telling you the part of the story that they want you to believe that that's who they are and that's what they do. I, I, uh, if this doesn't, when you see the full scope of this, and there's one more shoe to drop, and it's going to drop after the new year because we are working with law enforcement, and I'll leave it at that, in an investigation that has been going on, unbeknownst to anybody, for about a year, uh, I was brought into this over the summer. And as I spoke to these people, uh, I didn't know exactly how this fit. I knew you would want to hear about it. And it is horrifying. But I didn't know how it fit. I do now. I do now. What you're going to see tonight is happening here in America. And I will, along with law enforcement, bring that story to you after the first of the year. That's up to them if they can close it out. Um, but it's happening here. And you see evidence of it everywhere, everywhere. But it's red pill, blue pill time. You're either going to go back to sleep and you're just going to accept this and you're going to accept that, oh, this is the story of Donald Trump going after Joe Biden, whatever. I don't know what the president, I don't know what the president is doing. He should not be using the quid pro quo. There was no quid pro quo. Yes, there was. And for good reason. And I don't know what he's doing there, but this is not about him at this point. It's not about Biden. I think the president did the right thing. But he is a hand grenade, and he blew down a wall that is exposing something much bigger that I don't even know if he knew. And you have to decide. You know, there's, there's, there have been t- times in my life where I have thought to myself, do I want to pursue this line of thinking? Because if it's true, then what am I going to do about it? And if it's true, I have to change different things about my life. One of the biggest things, honestly, is me. I'm, I'm a Mormon. People are like, do your homework. What are you, stupid? What, you're a freak. Do you think I want that? Do you think anybody signs up and like, I know that was coming. I know what people say. Do you think I was like, oh, you know what? That'll be fun. It's not fun. It's a lot of work. And as I started going into it, I'm like, okay, if I buy into this, my whole life is going to change. And I don't want to necessarily change it that way. But when you find truth, 
you have to follow it. Now, that may not be something that you are interested in. That's fine. That's what I found. Religion and spirituality, that's all up to us as individuals. But not the truth that you find on a, bre- uh, on a, uh, on a trail of breadcrumbs that, lie, uh, that, that, that lines up with corruption. If you really truly believe in America, then you have to ask yourself, <laughs> I hate to sound like Jack Nicholson, but can you handle the truth? Can you handle it? And don't take it from me. I want you to take absolutely everything. We're going to be live tweeting tonight, and we're going to tweet all of the evidence as it comes out. As I'm talking about it, boom, you'll have the evidence. Boom, you'll have the evidence. Boom, you'll have their testimony. You'll have uh, things from FOIA, the Freedom of Information Act. You will have their memos. You'll have their emails. As I talk about it, it will come out. You have to make a choice. Do you want to see this or not? Free on Facebook for everyone. Free on YouTube for everyone. Tonight at 8 p.m. And live. If you want to join our team, please join us at blazetv.com. Use the promo code um, GB20OFF and you'll save 20% with the code. So make sure you go to Glenn, uh, go to uh, theblazetv.com slash Glenn. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code GB20OFF. Tell everyone you know tonight. I don't think we've ever had them dead to rights before like this. Uh, We'll see you tonight. We're eight hours and four minutes away from our special 8 p.m. tonight. Don't miss it. The Democrats Hydra. That's exactly what it is. Tonight, Facebook, YouTube, and blazetv.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Everybody loves getting per- 